This episode of Podcast Starters brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. GoDaddy.com, use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name, and check out Libsyn.com at www.podcaststarter.com slash Libsyn. Brought to you the week of December 5th, 2010, this is Podcast Starter Episode 7. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? I'm James Kennison, and you're listening to Podcast Starter, the show that's helping you start, shape up, and share your own hobby podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about how to advertise your podcast absolutely free. It's a question we get all the time. It's a question I got last week at the end of the show, matter of fact. They said, uh, James, I don't care about being featured in iTunes, which I don't understand, but uh, for the hobby podcaster, I guess I could. He says... I, I just want to know how to get my name out there, how to get my show out there. So that's what we're going to be talking about today in just a little bit. First, I want to mention a service that I'm willing to offer here on Podcast Starter. Um, once in a while, um, I get questions that are not general questions about how to do something or how to remove hum or how to you know promote your show. It's, what do you think of my podcast? That's what they want to know. And I've, I get that question so much that if I sat and listened to every show and wrote a review, it would actually um, take up a good bit of my time. The only way I can think of that, make, that would make that uh, able, and I hate to say worth my time because you guys are worth my time, but my time is precious and uh, is to either one, charge for it, which I don't want to do, um, or two, um, make it as a part of the show. So that's what I've decided to do is I am doing podcast reviews by request only here on Podcast Starter. What I would love to do is use your show as an example of what to do or even offering some suggestions on what not to do based on your content with your permission. So if you would like your podcast reviewed, um, obviously, you know, you might take a few hits, meaning uh, I, I may not like something you've done, you know, and you can take it. Uh, you know, I, I will always be kind. I will always be respectful, but I will always be honest. Okay. I'm the same way when my wife asks me, what do you think of this outfit? I always tell her honestly. And even when she hates it, at least she knows that I'm telling her the truth. She's come to really respect it. And that's why she asks. And you'll get the same thing when you ask me about your show. So, you know, there's that side of it. You may be you know, for lack of a better word, a little embarrassed about the review. Maybe not. Who knows? But you're going to get your name mentioned on this show. You're going to get your URL mentioned and your podcast mentioned. So it's really a win-win. You're going to get a better show if you take the advice, and you're going to get your name out there just one more time. So if you're interested in having your podcast reviewed right here as a segment on Podcast Starter, send an email to me at podcaststarter at gmail.com or visit Podcast Starter and click on contact and fill out the form. We'd love to hear from you. I also want to remind you about Bluehost.com. Bluehost.com is where I host uh, all of my websites for all of the shows I do. And even uh, shows or uh, websites like um, DrawYourPicture.com, my my artistic uh, portfolio. Uh, PodcastStarter.com slash Bluehost is what you want to look up 
um, in your web browser. Go over there and see the deals that they're running right now. And uh, remember, this is the great web hosting service that not only is better than GoDaddy, in my opinion. I still use GoDaddy for URLs, but my hosting is now at Bluehost. Not only are they great, not only do they have awesome uptime, unlimited um, you know, uh, bandwidth, unlimited uh, hosting space, um, you also get a $65 bonus every time somebody signs up. So go over there, sign up, give me my bonus, help me pay for my shows, because hosting ain't cheap, people. Um, and then start promoting it on your own show and see how long it takes you to get 65 bucks. You can wait two years for uh, Google Ads to pay off, or you can go to Bluehost right now and start sharing the love. All right, let's jump into our main topic. Again, we're talking about how to promote your podcast for free. And there is no um, way that I've got these things in any order. So don't consider this a top 10 list. Um, I don't know that I have a favorite. If I do, I'll come across it. But I'm just going to start almost uh, stream of consciousness, start mentioning some of the things that I've done and some of the ways uh, that I've seen uh, to, to promote your show for free. I've also got some input from people like Podcast Helper, uh, It's Just Us Cast, and K. Michael Prince um, a, a little later on in the show. Obviously, the first thing you want to do is get listed in iTunes. I cannot reiterate how important it is to get feature or to get listed in iTunes. If you can't get featured, at least make sure your podcast is listed in iTunes. That is the world's largest podcast distributor in the world. And, and I say distributor. They don't actually uh, you know, host your, your, uh, your MP3 files or anything like that. But that's how people – that's where people go to look for podcasts, okay? 99% of the people out there – I'll say at least 85, maybe more of the people that know about podcasts probably found out about it after purchasing an iPod, okay, and getting iTunes on their machine. So make sure you are listed in iTunes, whatever you do. If you can get fe featured in iTunes, much rather better. Go back and listen to episode six or, uh, oh, I don't even remember which one it was. Episode three, possibly. All right. Um, then the Zoom marketplace, What you're going to want to do is download the Zoom, uh, uh, you know, social app or whatever it is and get yourself listed in there. Nowadays, BlackBerry is another place to go to list your show. You can do that online without adding any uh, you know software to your machine or we even without registering as far as I know. So I recently, because BlackBerry store just opened up, I recently listed all of my shows because the only one that was listed at the time is a show I no longer do anymore called Nobody's Listening. And that's because it was a part and still is a part of the Wizard Network. And so when they listed, they listed all of theirs as well and mine got thrown in to boot. Uh, so make sure iTunes, Zoom, BlackBerry, the big three, uh, or at least the big two. I don't know where BlackBerry falls in there, but you can't, you cannot consider yourself uh, anything until you get listed in iTunes. Directories would be the second place I would suggest. Directories like Podcast Pickle, um, Blueberry, that's Blueberry without the E's, and then Podcast Alley used to be all that. And I guess it still is for some of the old school podcasters. I don't know. Um, honestly, how good those things work anymore. I think podcast directors used to be big five years ago, you know, even three years ago when I first started out, but um, not so much anymore. But still, it's not going to hurt you. The only thing, here's my thing on podcast directories I think they're great for networking, I think they're great for other podcasters to find you. 
but I don't think anybody actually goes to podcast directories. They go to iTunes, they go to Zune, or they'll go to your website way before they'll go to a directory. But uh, still, list your name or list your feed, your your you know whatever they force you to do. I, I recently went through and I think I filled out 40 different oddball directories and I have a whole list of them. Maybe I'll make them a post. Um, but blinks and all podcasts, blog digger, blog explosion, uh, you know, get a podcast.com, add a podcast.com, pod blaze, podcast alley, uh, pod scope, amigo fish, all these places that I, I submitted my, all of my shows to, Every one of them have a different way of doing it. I prefer the ones where you just throw your feed in there and uh, your email address and it lets you go. But uh, it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. You'll see some. You'll see some kickback from that. Uh, and then once you've listed in all of these, you know, Yahoo, whoever else you can get in, I read online. Go back and subscribe to your own show because most of these directories have a way you can log in, get an account, and then they have you go through. And uh, you find your show and subscribe to it. And that's why I think not, you know, there's not many people that actually use these services because it's kind of outdated. I think they, they had their, their rise back before iTunes when podcasting was still very underground. But you can actually, you know, subscribe to several shows. It'll pull them up on your website within that directory. So subscribe to them. What that does from what I hear is it allows um, Google and blah, blah, blah to, to say, okay, this is a legitimate feed. This is something I need to index. So make sure you have at least one subscription on every directory that you submit to. All right. Another thing you might want to suggest again, no particular order, but join a podcast network. Um, I'm a part of the blueberry podcast network. A couple of my shows um, are a part of techpodcasts.com. Um, and then of course, all of them are a part of the NL cast network, my own, uh, podcast network. So uh, what, what that does again, it, it helps you to, to share your audiences with other podcasters. What networks are, are groups of podcasters coming together. And, and in my opinion, smaller is better. Um, but you, you get together with other like-minded folks. Like if you're start starting a Harry Potter podcast, there is a Harry Potter network out there. If you're starting a Disney podcast, there's a Disney podcast network. You're finding you know other like-minded shows. You're not in competition with them. You are sharing your audience with them. And there is nothing in the world wrong with that. Let me tell you, man, you're definitely going to want to get – if you're a, comp a competitive person, and I've run into a few of these over the years – if you're a competitive person that thinks I've got to have a better show than everybody else, you're in the wrong world right now because that's not what hobby podcasting is about. Uh, I've found that the rule that works the best is I want to outgive you. I want to I want to give more to you than you give to me, and I will I will pimp your show. I will talk about it. I will do whatever I can because nobody's going to outgive me. And I've noticed that the results of that is I get more than if I was out looking for my own self. I don't know. It's just, it, it's a, it's a great, uh, you know, it's a, it's a concept that works. It's the golden rule. In my opinion, it is a great thing. Uh, so share your podcast audience with other people in your network and they will do the same for you. It's a great win-win. Um, uh, also joining forums 
on these sites are huge. Uh, Blueberry has a forum, Podcast Alley, Podcast Pickle. Get in the forums. Get to know the other podcasters. These are places that you'll be able to go later on and get advice and ask questions. You'll get these old school guys in there that still know more than all of us put together. They've been doing this for a while, and they can help you out. Okay. Uh, also, create a promo for your show. A promo is a 30-second um, or less uh, uh, audio advertisement for your show. Okay. Now later we'll devote an entire show to this concept, uh, this idea of creating a promo because it's huge. But as soon as you can, your first or second show, you need to promote it with a promo and you can submit that to different services that have them out there. But the big thing is you want to have it available for download on your website and then you want to offer it to any of your podcasting buddies. Hey, play this on your show. That would be awesome. I'll play yours. Promo swapping is a standard amongst podcasters. I've played your promo. Would you mind playing playing mine? Um, it's something that you do for each other. And uh, so, so make sure, and now some podcasts, you know, would like for you to sponsor their show. You know, I, I know that um, I will play a pod, a podcast promo usually for free, but I love it if they'll help me out with my with my uh, hosting because oftentimes I'll play it on one more than one show and they get a huge boost in their downloads because of those plays and it's worth five bucks to them to, to, to sponsor a show and get their promo play. But I, I, I'll, I don't turn anybody down. Now, if your promo is crap, you know, I'm not going to play it because mostly you'll get made fun of, but, uh, get a promo out there. Make sure it's a good one and, uh, involve yourself in yourself in other shows, find other shows that are like yours or maybe even different. I don't care. Uh, maybe the host is just a lot like you and start contributing to their show, involve yourself, get in there on their forums, start commenting on their posts, call in and leave voicemails. Um, another thing you can do along the lines of a promo is people like these. Hi, this is James from broke your podcast and you're listening to da, 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 da. Okay. Record a few of those and send them to different shows that you really like. And maybe they'll play them as an opener for their own show. Uh, I haven't gotten one of those for quite a while, actually. I probably need to request some. I love those things. Hi, this is Kip from skippitydoopodcast.com, and we're you're listening to the dumbest show on radio, Broke Ya. You know, somebody might send that to you. Um, so that'd be great. Another way, and it's a great way, is to invite guest hosts on your show. Find other folks that you really want to have on. It's helpful if they're other podcasters. Have them on your show and interview them and do a great job. Here's the trick with that, though, and we're going to do a show on interviewing. Don't have a regular show when you interview someone. Please, for the love. I was on a show recently, and it was a great experience, except that my um, my spouse and I were on the show, and it lasted longer than it should have because they did all of their um, weekly updates and all of their other stuff, and me and her were just sitting there, and it felt like crickets were chirping in the background because we were waiting and waiting and waiting for this for our time to come up. Um, if you're recording live, um, then put the interview at the beginning and, 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 and skip all the other segments or let your host go, um, and, and, and finish up your show and edit it together in post-production. Um, but don't do that to your host. Okay. That's just, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Have a different style of show when you invite a guest host. The trick is when, if they've had a great, um, experience 
And if you made them sound really good and you might want to send them their questions in advance, uh, then they will promote you on their show. Hey, I was on such and such a podcast. Here's a link. Here it is. They'll put it on their blog. They'll mention it on their podcast and you get a ton of extra downloads because of that. Um, hand in hand with that, accept guest host requests from other shows, no matter what. Okay. Um, whoever this person is, whatever they are, no matter how small of a show they are, accept guest host requests whenever possible and, uh, let them interview you. Um, that's just nothing but goodness for you. Okay. Uh, create banners and links for folks to use on their blogs. Um, you know, get, get, uh, the 125 by 125 pixel squares, um, get the big banners. I go to Google AdSense. I look at all of their sizes and I usually will create one of each for each one of my shows. Now I'm a little behind on that, but then you create a post on your blog that has all of these and, and include the code too. And, uh, folks can then link to you on their own blog, uh, or, or their Facebook or whatever. And, uh, that way they have a little bit of a connection with you and you'll find that even other folks that aren't podcasters fans of yours will uh you know put it on their tumble blog or or whatever else they've got going on out there and it's really great for you uh graphical images are a lot better than nothing at all even if all you've got is your 600 by 600 uh show art just resize that joker and use it um or let people have it so they can link to your website um, oh, and that's a question. Do you link to the feed or do you link to the website? I always link to the website. I always do. You can link to a landing page. We'll talk more about those in the future. Um, I always prefer linking to the website and then allowing the customer or the user to decide how they want to get my show. They might not have iTunes. They may want to listen to it right there on the website. They might want to uh, subscribe via email. They might have a Zoom um, you know, the, so I always give them the opportunity and I make sure that my subscription links are very prominent right on the main page. Okay. Um, this may go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Make sure that you have a website for your show. Make sure you have a blog for your show. Um, it, it, you need to have a home. Um, some of these podcast places, these freebie online places offer, uh, you know, hosting and a blog. I don't care really where you have it, but make sure in, in a perfect world, you're going to have an attractive website at bluehost.com. I'm able to host my media again on Libsyn, and then I can have a blog, um, of, of my own, uh, where I have a WordPress installation at bluehost. I'm able to have, um, a home for each one of my shows. I'm a big fan of the thesis theme. If you want to check out thesis, go to brokey.com or I'm sorry, podcaststarter.com and click on the thesis link in the right hand side and check it out. It's an awesome uh, theme. It's not for beginners, but uh, right out of the box, it's, it's a great um, uh, theme, but you want to make sure on your, on your blog that you have an about page. That is probably one of the most clicked uh, links on my website. People want to know what they're getting into and make sure on that about page, people want to know about you, but they want to know about your show. So the way I, f I frame it, I put my show art and then I say, you know, nobody's listening is a clean comedy podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. It's a weekly audio show, uh, about 60 minutes long hosted by James, John and Trevor and da -da 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 -da. see real quick. It's like a newspaper article. I got everything in there and then I go through host. James is 
a fat guy that does podcasts. John is this weird dude. Trevor is from Canada. And that's how we have it all nailed down. If you want to check out the about page on any of my shows, go to nlcast.com, click on any show, click on about, and you'll see the floor mat that I've got for every single one of them. Uh, Make sure you have a subscribe link. Uh, Not only do you want to have your subscription links in the right-hand sidebar, you want to make sure you've got those jokers uh, as a separate page and you want to offer several different ways for those folks to pod, uh, to subscribe to your podcast, write an article. Um, this is something I got while researching this topic online. I haven't done this, but I need to, it says, write an article about your show and post it on your blog. And that way you've got something to refer to. When you're telling people, when you're advertising your show, you, maybe it could even be a landing page. But what it does is it fills Google with a bunch of keywords about your show. So there you go. It's a win-win. Um, make sure you're using tags. Um, tags are one of those things that people like or don't like, whatever. But um, in WordPress, you have this opportunity of putting keywords, tags. Some of the older, uh, you know, I don't know who uses these anymore. But some of the older search engines use tags. So fill those out. Um, Make sure you're using show notes as well. That's for Google. You don't want to just say, and I used to do this. You don't want to say, James and John talked about Velociraptors. And that's it. Or episode three is up. You know, you don't want to do that. You want to go through. And I've seen people that will sit there and type out almost every word in their show. And God help them. I love that. I think it's awesome. But I'm not that guy. I don't have the time. If you're doing one show then yeah, go for it. I try, especially on Brokia.com, the podcast that I do with John Steinklobber, is I try to go through and I hit on every main topic that we went to and any links that we referenced. And that way, Google, because Google does not index audio people, not yet. It's not going through and listening to your show and saying, oh, they talked about Velociraptors in the iPod. And it's not indexing that, but it will index the text in your posts. So make sure you're using good show notes. All right, enough about websites. Let's move on to social networks. Facebook, you need to get a fan page, okay? Not a – there's another kind of page out there. Uh, You want the one that people can just become a fan of or like, okay? You don't want the one that they have to join, okay? I don't know what the difference is, but there are two. And a lot of times I see people getting the one, and it seems like such a big commitment and people don't want to click on them. But get the one that just says like, and, and send people to it and make sure you update that joker. Every single episode that you post, you should hit that thing up on your fan page. Also on Twitter and uh, get a Twitter account and use that sucker. I use Twitter, but I never go to the website. I go and I use uh, TweetDeck. It's free. It's part of the um, – oh, whatever. It's something. But anyway, download that joker. It's free and use it. Uh, Twitter, MySpace. I don't use MySpace. I'm really bad about MySpace, but there's a lot of people on MySpace. So if you like the younger generation, go to MySpace, get a page and start posting the mess out of it. Try to do whatever you do with MySpace. I don't mess with MySpace. Uh, but one I have been using lately is Get Glue. Get Glue is the hottest new thing out there and, uh, it's really great. And it's a social network for folks to, um, share what they're watching, what they're thinking about, what they're reading, uh, TV shows, movies, music, and podcasting needs to be separated out in there, but it's not. But currently, you can use yourself as an artist, and you could submit your podcast. What you need to do is download the Firefox. I don't know anything about IE, but I'm going to tell you about Firefox. There's a plugin 
uh, for Firefox that it puts a toolbar down at the bottom of your screen um, only when you want it. And then what you do is you look up your show um, online until you get to the iTunes uh, page. Now, used to, when you clicked on an iTunes link, it launched iTunes. Now, it launches a website that looks just like iTunes without launching iTunes. You know what I'm talking about? Good. If you have your iTunes, if you have your uh, Get Glue plugin, when you're on that page, it'll load the toolbar at the bottom. And you have an opportunity then to right-click on the Get Glue icon and hit Add This Content. And what it'll do is it'll add your website, your uh, blog, or I'm sorry, your podcast to get glue. And it'll probably add you too as an artist. And then you go to get glue and you check in and you leave a review for your own show. And you, you ask other people to do the same thing. And you'll notice that, you know, that's one way for your listeners and for new people to find out about your show. Get glue. It's pretty cool. Um, build relationships with your listeners. This, if there is a top 10, this would be one or two. Okay. Uh, add your listeners Give them an opportunity to get involved with your show. My first podcast, Nobody's Listening, was just that. It's a it's a sh- clean comedy podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. And anybody that followed that show all the way through the end will tell you that more and more the show became about user and listener content than it ever did our show, our own content. And we really enjoyed that. And every show... As my shows pick up popularity and we get more and more listeners and more and more input, I'm always the first one to throw in voicemails and emails and uh, try to get the listener involved as much as possible. On Twitter and Facebook, I respond to as many mentions and direct messages as I can. Uh, you know, if you email me, um, you know, I'm going to email you back unless I'm using your stuff on the show and then you'll just listen to it and hear it there. Um, but even, even the annoying little teeny boppers that, that email in, Hey, I need help right now. Like they think I'm their mom or something. I even respond to them, um, because I'm trying to create a community. I truly believe this. I'm not the best podcaster in the world, but I attract the best audience in the world. And so I like to take care of you guys. So, uh, thank you. Let me take this moment and thank you for listening to podcast starter. It's, um, it's a good show. I love doing it and, uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, listening to it. Last but not least is produce high quality, regular content. That's the best thing you can do. Guys, you can market yourself. You can uh, get every single social network connection possible. But if nobody wants to listen to your show because one, they can't stand to listen to it, or two, uh, you're so inconsistent, they don't even want to, you know, want to even waste time with you. Uh, if they're getting the impression that they care more about your show than you do, then all of the networking in the world is not going to do you any good. All the promotion in the world, the coolest website in the world is not going to matter because they want um, they want to be entertained. And no matter if you're hardcore history with Dan Carlin, who does a very serious down-to-earth show, but is still very entertaining, or if you're a show like Brokia where we're going through geek stuff, um, and even though it's kind of random, it's still entertaining for that audience, or if you're a podcast starter where it's just me and a microphone and you guys and we're talking about starting podcasts, uh, it's got to be interesting, it's got to be excellent, and it's got to be regular. Um, now, I'm not talking about perfect there's people out there that won't start a show unless it'll be perfect. Um, I, please, 
please hit record on whatever you have right now and start recording. Even if you never release it, start recording, start doing something and then improve on it. And when you get something that you think is worthwhile, then release it. But don't wait until you're perfect. You have to practice before you're perfect. Lord God, if you could listen to the first few shows I ever did, you listen to the first Geek Loves Nerd over at uh, geeklovesnerd.com. The first ever show was just me, a laptop and a, and a, a couple of cheap fender microphones that had the on off switches on them. And it just, Oh, it was horrible, but that's what we started with. And it became something that over, you know, a thousand, uh, I think it's closer to 2000 people started listening to. And, and it, it was very enjoyable and it was a bonding experience for me and my wife. Um, but you don't have to do perfect, but do the very best you can. And I tell you what, I got a lot of patience for shows where even though it sounds like a little bit like Krizzle, I can tell they did their best. They put their heart and soul into it. And no, it's not anything I'd ever hear on NPR, but it's great. It's entertaining and it's endearing because I can tell they've done their best. So there you go. Make sure you're producing high quality, regular content every single week or every single month. Whatever it is that you've committed to, put something out. Okay. And if you're not going to put something out, tell them. Tell them why. I don't know what it is. I don't know that there are people out there that will unsubscribe from you in an instant if you don't put junk out there. All right. Um, I Twittered and I asked some people, hey, what do you what do you suggest? Uh, what are some free ways that you've promoted your show? And Podcast Helper uh, at PodcastHelper.com, uh, he's another uh, great show that's uh, been around a lot longer than I have as far as this format and this topic. Uh, talking about this. I actually listen to his show and get advice from him. So I would love for you to go over and check out podcasthelper.com. He says, interview and be interviewed. Um, email signatures. Ah, that's huge. Um, in your email, make sure I've got this going on in every one of my email addresses. Put your name. Um, and let me, matter of fact, let me read off mine right now. Let me go to compose email. That is, here it is. James Kennison. And I have a dash podcast producer and graphic artist. I got my show phone number, then my show email. My podcast network is nlcast.com, graphic design and illustration, um, drawyouapicture.com. And then under that, I've got a space, shows, social networks. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash nlcast. My Facebook profile, facebook.com slash nlcast. So I've got every single way you can get a hold of me. Um, I've got ads for my shows and everything right there in my e email signature. Man, every time you send an email, you're advertising for your show. That's free. So great advice, Podcast Helper. It's not something I had on my list, even though I do it myself. And then he says, have real conversations on Twitter and anywhere else people are talking about your niche, your thing. Um, so find other websites. We mentioned that go to other podcasts, get on forums that talk about podcasting and all this kind of stuff and start having conversations, answer questions, ask questions, put yourself out there and allow people to, uh, respond and, and talk with you and then, uh, tell them about your show. Put that joker in your for in your forum signature as well about your show. Uh, you know, if they'll let you put a graphic in there, put a graphic in there. 
Uh, it's just us cast mentions offering content to other podcasts is a great way to get uh, some some to share some audiences. And he does that. He emailed me. Matter of fact, right after I started this show with about six or seven topic suggestions about networks and how to podcast and all this kind of stuff. He says uh, also calling in, leaving voicemails, becoming a contributor to their show, uh, maybe recording an audio segment. Um, and sending show topic ideas. So thank you. That's It's Just Us cast. And uh, K. Michael Prince, who is TMI podcast, Too Much Information podcast, he says, I make a promo and I send it to you and you play it for me. And that's right. K. Michael Prince is a guy that I met and possibly even introduced to podcasting while I was at a friend's house in St. Louis. And uh, he's doing a, a couple of great shows out right now. And uh, he's the king of making promos and sending them out. So you should do the same thing. Jennifer Avila, who uh, does a couple of shows with her husband, says via, by, via Facebook, for us, it's all about developing relationships with other bloggers and podcasters. They spread the word for us while we cross-promote each other's stuff. Now, you want to talk about somebody that knows about networking, Jennifer Avila and her husband, um, they do a show called Jaded Facilian, and then they do the Dave and Jen show, and you can look those up on iTunes. Uh, but those folks are all about networking. They do uh, shows with their cross-promoting with people like um, a guy named the Jesus Geeks, uh, another guy... The two Blind Squirrels, a couple other shows, and these guys are constantly talking about each other and constantly cross-promoting each other. Um, so, you know, it, it's similar to me and, and the guys that, that I network with in the NLCast network and beyond. All right, so I hope those were helpful to you. Thank you for all the folks that submitted stuff via Twitter and Facebook. You know, you can always do the same by following us on Twitter and Facebook, twitter.com slash NLCast, or facebook.com slash NLCast, or email us, podcaststarter at NLCast.com, or call us 2095-NLCast. Um, that'll do us for this show. Next week, we're going to be talking about hmm, how to produce a great podcast promo. So there you go. I hope you'll join us. If you have any tips or questions about podcast promos, please send those in. Uh, to the things that we already mentioned, you can hit us primarily by email, podcaststarter at gmail.com or nlcast.com or visit the website and leave a post or anything that you'd like to do. Make sure you stay tuned after this for Gappleberry uh, episode three. Thanks. God bless. Peace out and do a show. Do a show today. <laughs>
But that's changed because recently RIM, Research in Motion, or the company behind BlackBerry, announced that they would be supporting podcasts by adding the BlackBerry Podcast app. Users can now subscribe to their favorite RSS feeds or search through them through the BlackBerry's directory and find different various podcasts. Now, you might be asking yourself, how do I add my podcast to this directory? Well, what you need to do is you need to visit their website, which is a really long address, um, which you, but you can get to by either searching for BlackBerry Podcasts on Google, or I've made it easy for you guys. I've made a link at 1.21studios.com slash BlackBerry. You just need to go to 1.21studios.com slash BlackBerry, and you'll get automatically redirected to the site. Once you're there, just scroll down the page until you find the Add Your Podcast Today link. All you got to do is just click that link, and the site will automatically take you to another place where you can create a login and a password, which will you can then use to submit your RSS feed. Now, the key with this is you're going to want to try and do this as soon as possible because their approval process is still in the works, and it can take a very, very long time. Uh, unless you have a BlackBerry, there is really no way to see for yourself whether it's been submitted, but you will be able to know for sure once you start seeing that, if you look on any of your stats and you see the BlackBerry segment start to pick up and increase in size, then you can kind of venture that it's been accepted. Or do like what a lot of people do and just find someone who has a BlackBerry and ask them to search for your podcast on there and you can see if it's been submitted that way. So, there are my tips for snatching a few different BlackBerry listeners. If you have any questions about these tips, feel free to email me at theprofessor at 1-P-O-I-N-T-2-1-Studios.com. That's theprofessor at 1.21studios.com. Or you can ask me on Twitter just by following me at twitter.com slash chrisstheprof. Now that we finished with this overview, in two weeks we will actually jump into how to talk or we will jump into talking about using these devices in your podcast and different apps that can help you in this way. In the meantime, if you're a comic book fan, you should visit ocdcast.com and listen to my podcast, Obsessive Comics Disorder. Thanks, you guys, and I will talk to you later.